what I fucking hope this comes out of this is Sammy versus Gino yes! on the main stage. I would love for the national the national audience to be able to see the treat that is Sammy Guevara versus Gino Medina because they put on some amazing matches that we've they been did. able to That's true. What's up, everybody? Thursday night, you know what that means. We're in the pit with Josh Demosh once again. Um, I guess this is week two, episode two of the new format, the round table. So we got usual suspects and then our first official guest for the new format. So we're all excited about that. So we'll, let's start bringing them in one by one. And you know who we always start with. So here comes my boy, Numero Dos. What's what up, everybody? It's really, it's really nice to be interacting on Facebook in this last 23 hours. We should put like prison bars on your screen or something. <laughs> Man, Facebook got a bunch of us the other day. They edit, like they got they got uh, they got Noff, they got me, they got nasty again. Well, I mean, I saw what nasty said though. Like he kind of earned that one. But yeah. Anyway, I'm so happy to be here. I've been seeing everybody's stuff out there. And I've been trying to like, and Facebook is like, get out of here, clown. You're in jail. So yeah, I'm, happy to, I'm happy to be here. So technically, you're not at Facebook right now, even though people on Facebook can see you. So, right, fuck you, Facebook. Right. <laughs> I'll kidnap as many dogs as I want, Mark Zuckerberg, and I'm not gonna fucking stop kidnapping my family's dogs. I would say, especially family's dogs, that like your sister's dog. Come on, man. Facebook What's was not so happy man? about that. <laughs> Well, I did mention we got the usual suspects. Um, we're missing a couple. One's going to be a little bit later, but we'll bring in our AEW expert that's going to be here this mm. week, Miss Melanie. As I, <laughs> as I missed the button twice, sorry. I was like <laughs> clicking, clicking, poor aim. Messed yeah. up my whole gimmick. I know. Sorry. I saw it. It was great. <laughs> Nobody, <Thanks>. else did. <laughs> Nobody else did. I appreciate it. <laughs> Work release program for Numero Dos. That's funny. <laughs> to put yeah. that on the progress. That's a good one. Let them well, know, let let know that I need my yard time. I get one hour a day. Literally <laughs> granted one hour a day. Man, you guys were on a roll this week just getting banned. So Man. many people. I got so many friends. Like, I can't talk to nobody anymore. Oh. <laughs> it's all locked up. I was like, all my friends are gone. All my friends are in jail. <laughs> it's like, Man, I got criminal friends. <laughs> Why can't y'all be goody two shoes like me? I, I, I used to take pride because like, <laughs> I would make fun of the guys. I'd be like, Facebook never pops me, never. Mm -hmm. And then back in May, I said Oliverga, like I actually said it. I didn't ALB, <laughs> and they were like, No, don't do that. And then yesterday, we were talking on my Facebook. We made several kidnap remarks. Like it was in the top of the post, and they were cool with that. And then Juan said it. I should have wore some stripes. They yeah. never give me down, Patricia. I'm not paying <laughs> I'm getting out of here. I can smell Nastico from here. Oh I'm like left. He should be in solitary, like way away from everybody. Never Man. part of public. That was That's so great. sad. As, and what you guys got popped for was even worse. It was so like, yeah. so. It was dumb. It, it was, was dumb. So dumb. Oh. All Juan said was, I don't think Lewis would like that very much. I was like, I'll kidnap Lewis too. And Facebook was like, no, now that's where we draw the line. Lewis is a person, not a dog. And that's unacceptable. We got to get you out of here. And they didn't even take Juan's comment down where he, like, if you go on my thread, Juan is still, his kidnap comment is still there. That's a good one. Uh, <clears throat> so I got to say that, yeah, we can all smell nasty go free. You see me? I don't get corrupted. That's fine. I won't get corrupted, Purvis. I promise. Hey, we, hey, we got to keep one out of lockdown. One of us has got to hold it down in the real world. <laughs> it's like, who's going to be next, me or Mel, I guess, because everyone else has been locked down at some point or another. <laughs> everyone else is okay, I am surprised that Angel doesn't get locked down more. But he, he has been, though. <laughs> he has, but he, why is he not like nasty go like every 24 hours? He's got a new band. It's so weird. It's I don't so get weird. it. The algorithm, because Angel posts the craziest shit. So he's in anime groups, so he's always getting tagged and like hentai yep. crap and shit. But here he is just free roaming the world, probably because Angel's got a time machine. 
That's what it is. Angel has a time machine, and every time they ban him, they just, he just goes back in time and doesn't do that thing. <laughs> Angel has got some shit on Facebook. He does. He's got he does. He, he's got info on Facebook. <laughs> so did, did we say his name three times? Is he yeah. gonna show up? <laughs> Come hey! I didn't even know you were coming. Look what I got. Yeah. Hey, you finally got a Yingling. Uh, do you finally admit that Yingling's awesome? No, they didn't have any micheladas at the store, so I had to go with the next best thing, and that was actually on sale. So it, hey, it, it must have been going very well at the store. Demand. See, I just want to point out that the reason why I don't get banned more is because no, that's the reason right there. No, 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 it's, that's it's the reason right there. Very crafty <laughs> with, with, with uh, how I post stuff and how I say things. You know, there, there's you, mutual, I mean, multiple comments. <laughs> yes, Angel has that fuck it. money. Angel yeah, has I'm that not. fuck money. Yep. Angel has money for his own hotel room in his own place. <laughs> he never stays in the same place we do. And it, you wish. know what it is? He probably stays at Facebook headquarters when we go to wrestling shows. That's probably why he doesn't get banned. You, you but can we talk? Can we talk about the little throw pillow that was on your bed in your Airbnb though? The little, the little, <laughs> the little <laughs> that teeny tiny little throw pillow. Okay, I just want to say, I, 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 you know what? I, I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and try something different because you know, I normally pay for hotels. Like, Let me try an Airbnb. And I, then, so one, I got screwed out of one because you know whatever. So then I, I tried this one. And for, I walk in there. It was a tiny ass little pillow, which I don't know who could use it. And then, and then there's a Christmas tree, which by they the way, people, pillows, they were not. couch pillows. They were not actual head pillows. No. They yeah. were throw pillows. Thankfully, I got my therapeutic pillow, so you know, so I came. I helped out a lot. But no, but that that wasn't even that bad. It was a it was a Christmas tree. I was like, it's not even like it's it's not even like November. Like, yo, put that Christmas tree away. I almost doctor a point a, a star just for the damn Christmas tree because I'm like, it's ridiculous. Come on now. Hey, that's a good idea. That's what we'll have to do when we all go on Facebook, Mel. You just got to make sure we get out on a work release. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be the chain gang of Facebook uh, of Facebook interaction. That's hilarious. Awesome. Well, so this looks like we got all the usual suspects in for our new format. But like I said, we have a guest this week that's going to join us. Like we mentioned last week, it's not only going to be talent, like wrestling talent. We're just anybody, fans, listeners. And what a so, more perfect time to have him on. Exactly. What a more perfect time to have yeah. him on than after last night. Exactly. I mean, Before we get there. Then, watch Sammy's blog. Y'all are going to yeah. be familiar with our guest today. For those of y'all that listen to sports podcasts for local Texas guys, you're going to be familiar with our guest today. I'm super excited to have him on. <laughs> yeah. So let's bring him in. Let's get him in to join the host of the That Dude Talks podcast. That dude, Chris. What's hey, up? What's up? What's up? What's up? You're right. You're right. Hey, you're right, Brad. I do recognize him. <laughs> I told you. I told him, Christian. I said, "You'll know him when you see him." That's how I originally remember Christian. What's good? What's good? What's going on? Welcome to the pit, man. Finally, I'm very, you. very, very honored to be a part of this. I, I've yeah. been watching for a while, and I love the show, so I'm real, real honored to be on this. Thank you. Yeah. Technically, the first roundtable new format guest. I know. We've had roundtables in the past, but I we never had. It. So. Congrats on that. So I guess let's start with AEW since we kind of hinted at it. Um, Vegas, oh, before you get to that, before you get to that, you sure as hell are right. You don't have just talent because I have not a single bone of talent in my body. So you are right. <laughs> That's a poor choice of words. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're, very, you're a very talented podcast host. At the uh, end of this, Christian, you're like, please watch my talentless podcast. There we go. There we go. I just gave you a gimmick. <laughs> I just I gave it. you a gimmick. But yeah, let's um we can start at the end of AEW since that's you kind of hinted at it. What's up, DNC? My oh, boy. All right. Let's let's so get the bad news out of the way. No, I shouldn't say it like AEW? that. Let's let's not <laughs> say that. Hey, so so somebody for the tenth time is out of retirement, obviously, oh, and he's we'll just, just got signed to yeah. AEW and is now all elite. We saw the you know the graphic <laughs> yesterday. Make it Leo easy. This is the forty seventh second coming of the man of the hour himself, Leo Rush. This this is only the forty sixth time we've got to see this. Mel, you need to relax on the criticism. <laughs> yeah. and you heard it, you heard it you here first last week, by the way, because I said I'll he's relax. coming out. I'll relax when he hits the 50th retirement, third coming, whatever. But 
<laughs> oh, you mean in two weeks from now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Honestly, right. here's my beef with it is like, okay, you were going to retire, but you were going to fulfill commitments. You're at New Japan. You know, you were here. You were in the Indies. But like, does AEW need another signee? No, they don't. The men's roster is already starting to get bloated. The tag team roster is bloated. The one thing that is bare bones is the women's roster. Why are you not signing women? You got four guys for every one woman on your roster. And when your biggest, when your last biggest signing is Ruby Soho compared to your last, what, four men you've just signed? That's ridiculous. It's getting ridiculous. And I love AEW. You guys know that. But it's okay to complain. And that is my complaint. <laughs> they're close they're real close it's like terry from yeah. leo rush there's a lot of signees but here's the counter argument he should be, he should be in boxing this is this is my counter argument <laughs> to your point keep in mind we have just we are just about to hit the two-year mark of aew being a live runnable promotion this is the time when contracts big contracts start to run up and we're already starting to see that for those of you guys that don't really tune in well enough and i'm not one of them so if i know this y'all should know this mr brian cage himself is extremely unhappy in yep. AEW, and his wife melissa santos is 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 on the runs, making it known on Twitter as well. So yep. this is where I think you see the counter balance. I think that you you have a lot of signees because I think that a lot of the guys are going to start to go. But I, I don't think Leo Rush is it. I think Leo Rush oh. is a waste of time. I do across the board. I, what, I have two. Good? I have two points to get to. Um, a, you mean Mister No Charisma whatsoever? Brian Cage is crying because he doesn't have screen time. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. That's perfectly fine. Thank you. Right. Mr. Should have been there in the first place. But anyway. Yeah, no, for sure. And Mel, <laughs> to piggyback. He's a great guy personally. Me, like, but yeah. Oh, he's cool. He's a real he's cool so guy. Good. But yeah. dude, there, I mean, there's only so much you can do. It's very something. He doesn't have any. He can't talk. He's not a cool guy. No. Not I, a cool I, guy. I, Gosh, I honestly. Not a cool <laughs> he wasn't a cool guy around you? He's an asshole. When like I've hung really? out with, I've hung out I with him this. three times. I get this. I've had multiple people <laughs> say they've had the same experience too. If you walk up to him at a show and you ask him if you can take a picture, he'll tell you if you buy something. And I think that that's kind of shitty. I get oh, it. Oh, that is shitty. I yeah. get it. I, I get that. it. There's a no, lot that's of, one of my biggest pet peeves. Do for free. Don't hey, and I, I'll say it for for one. Yeah. Wrestlers shouldn't put their pen to paper without getting paid for it. Like that's the bread and butter right there. Sign yeah. some shit. You buy it. Here's my signature. That type of deal. Brian Cage. Like, I haven't bought anything yet. I haven't even had the chance. I was just like, hey, man, good to meet you. Do you take pictures? He was like, if you buy something. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, cool. You're an asshole. I yeah. got you. Yeah. <laughs> I never yeah, had that no. experience with him, but, yeah, that does suck. I hate that. You, oh. And, I mean, I've talked about that on this many, yeah. many times and where I've almost gotten to, like, it's funny, too, because, it's like, that happens, and then it's like, oh, and you're a promoter. Here's my card. Book me. It's like, what? Yeah. Right. And I'm pretty, <laughs> sure, I'm pretty sure it's Juan. I'm pretty sure it's Juan that's another one that'll back up that story. One of oh, us sure. in our group has had yeah. that same switch well, up, too. Yeah. I mean, see, this, this this just, already yeah. went. I will never ne listen to me. And I don't give a fuck. So much I know I'm just one vote. I'm just one vote. But I will never cheer for a wrestler who doesn't engage or interact with his fans in any way. And I really want to put MJF on blast right here because even if MJF is a piece of shit, his whole gimmick is being an asshole. Oh, he interacts with his fans. Like, he's yeah, there. So he's out there. So, so he's much. proving that you can even be an absolute yep. dickweed and still get fans. And I so think when you start saying my fan interaction begins when the dollars exchange hands, fuck you, Brian Cage. Yeah. I'm glad you know, you're not getting signed. You know, I'm glad you're not getting over. Maybe it exactly. makes sense that you have yet to really get over in any promotion that you've worked with, you've worked in. He has no charisma. He, he I've never exactly. seen a guy who's it, yeah. that big, who's yeah. so like I, I'm so unafraid of him. <laughs> like, like I see him, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, you're, you're just like a little, 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 uh, little cute guy over here, yeah. And not only that, <laughs> yo, but like, it, it, when, when does it ever work? If your spouse ever goes ahead and complains oh, about, that, about exactly. it, that's a horrible look. And see, this is what I'm saying is that. Why in the first place did you remove him from Taz? Taz was his mouthpiece. 
The guy yeah. can't yeah. talk. That was his I'm only sorry. Hope. That was his only hope. Right. Yeah, that, was that was his, his only hope. hope. Why is, why is Ricky, Ricky still with Taz? And Ricky doesn't need Taz. Ricky don't need Ricky Starks doesn't even need to fucking wrestle, and he can be one of the biggest games in the gimmick. You know why? Because I think I think for two reasons. One, now that you have uh Hobbs, you don't need Cage because Hobbs yeah, comes yeah. Off like a badass. So right. what what is Cage there for? He's for no reason. And then for for Ricky, they only have a limited amount of belts. Putting the FTW belt, it gives something for someone to re go after him. Yeah. And mm -hmm. every time he's on there, he just fucking talks. So it was like, and now he now he's on Rampage uh, on commentaries. So now you can yep. hear him even talk even more. So I mean, yeah. as soon as Ricky Starks joined Taz, I'm like, well, there goes Cage. Because yeah. there, there, there's absolutely no way that, honestly, in my opinion, like I, I, I love Cobb. He's in New Japan. Hugs. Cobb was the guy who they really wanted for that position. He is perfect. He is that big, yeah. small, heavyweight dude that does suplexes. I mean, I, actually, I, I talked to Taz a long time ago when I, when I met him before, and I asked him like, who does he think is like the second coming of himself? Taz. He said Cobb, Cobb because yeah. he says he wrestles just yeah. like him, same same type of attitude, stuff like that. So. It just, it just doesn't work, but what can you do? But I will say, I will say, in in defense of Leo Rush, I know Leo Rush is a headache. I know Leo Rush is is he's gonna retire another fifty times, right? But dude, after seeing him live, it's amazing. I've never seen anyone move the way he does, do the stuff he does in the ring. I mean. I know, I know, I know. It's it's, but I'm saying I, okay. I'm excited for the match. I'm not gonna argue that, dude. Leo Rush, like I'm, I'm gonna get vulgar here, okay? Leo Rush is like a guy that's got some great dick game, and he pulls out right before you're about to orgasm, and he just goes the fuck home. And then two no. weeks later, you're having sex with somebody else. That is exactly the same. Nobody here. Nobody here hey, 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 hey. Let me let me let me tell you though. Nobody here is arguing Leo Rush's abilities, and I think, oh. in all honesty, I think that's what frustrates everybody. Yeah, because he keeps leaving. Let's be real. Leo <laughs> yeah. Rush is not a great musician, and nobody really gives a fuck about his rap outside of his inner circle of people. But everybody in wrestling loves Leo Rush, and wrestling is the per the people that Leo Rush keeps going. Ah, man, I'm cool. I'm done. I'm done. And it's really it's. It's a tantrum, and it's like watching this, the same five-year-old show up at different daycares and pull the same shit and then leave oh, no. the next. Man. And that's fair. But I will say, though, hey, it, it, it may be kind of like a, an orgasm. You kind of forget <sighs> about it. But during that orgasm, it fucking feels amazing. So I, I, I'm going to enjoy Leo Rush for now. And then when he retires again, I'm like, well, he's fucking gone again. But at least hey, hey, just say, go, ahead and, go ahead and stick it in, Leo Rush. I'm ready. I'm here. <laughs> hey, yeah, as long as there's some, well, some lube. Yeah, so what was your other point, Chris? <laughs> we kind of uh, ran over that second uh, point. <laughs> we, all, we all had a point about Brian Davis. I think Mel is muted. Oh. Okay. Just keep nodding. Just keep oh, nodding. shit. Oh. Sorry, I was about to say, go ahead, Chris. Okay, cool. So the second point was I'm piggybacking off of what you said earlier, uh, and I don't want to fucking <laughs> – like jerk off my own dick with the podcast, but on my last episode, I did a fallout from all out and we were talking, me and my guests were talking about uh, Brian Danielson and Adam Cole signing and whatnot. It was great, but I also made a point that the last person I want to sign is I want them to sign is Bray Wyatt as far as the men's side and then stop, just stop. And focus on signing women because that women's yeah. division, like you said, is extremely thin. When you get outside of a outside of Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker, there is a big drop off in talent. And I I, I would include Ruby Soho as well. Yeah, After those three, there is there is a big drop off in talent. They're getting better. Ty is starting to step up, and you can see yeah. that they're trying to get Anna Jay to step up. But yeah, as far as also, talent re wise. remember where Britt Baker was a year ago, though. So we don't have yeah. to yeah. wild yeah. with that because yeah. she was she was like getting go home heat, like because your yeah. work yeah. can't even talk, and now she's legit champ. Like yeah, she's but she's also got some. Yeah. She's also got some cheap heat. You know, she knows how to get the cheap heat with some of her comebacks yeah. and some of her put downs. Whereas, mm -hmm. you know, how can you not get the crowd to boo or? By saying some of the stuff that she does, or get to cheer by saying some but of the she stuff she does, out, but she figured it she out. She figured out. She had figured yeah, out the formula. Yeah, she was trying really hard in the beginning a, and failing. Like she I have a counter really question to your point. Mm -hmm. Male wrestlers and female wrestlers draw stock and interest very differently from promoters. 
Um, and there's, there, hasn't, there hasn't been like this, mm -hmm. this long-term interest in a vast majority of women's talent. To your yeah. point, you have seen a lot of like, I will sign right these two or three or four people, but everybody else is going to be on, um, you know, on a, on a debut basis or like as, you know, they show up. But at the same token, AEW has done Texas women very well. A vast majority yep. of AEW's Texas women talent. I mean, uh, you know, Mission Pro, like During that COVID. was one thing that Mission Pro has been real great for. Like that door has opened and a lot of Mission Pro roster has shown up in AEW. A lot of Texas female wrestlers have shown up in AEW. So it's the, the counter argument is like, is it more so that like all of the women are getting these tryouts for like are they doing it in reverse with the women like are they signing all the guys and then they making the women earn the contracts that's kind of how i feel because you had thunder show up from nwa and that was one of the craziest scenarios and that panned yeah. out so well and then she was there for a long time before she got signed with nwa <laughs> it was there for a long time not with aew and then all right. of a sudden it shows up she's signed so that's why I'm saying, like, I wonder if they're just slow playing contracts with women. Like, and that's not really fair. That's not right. Like, they should draw the same interest, and AEW should be willing to find female talent that they're willing to put on two year contracts. But it, that's my opinion. That's how I feel. I feel like they're making the women work harder for their contracts than they are the guys. I think so too. And they, and they have to because there's so, such limited time available. And they're yeah, giving eighty percent of it to the men. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. it. It's like they should be giving more to the women. I understand that some of the women need to up their game more. You know, they that's what they were doing. I feel with like, even though uh, Allie the Bunny was with Impact, she still needed to up her game more oh, to be on a certain level. Yeah. Um, same with Penelope Ford. Um, same with some of these other ladies. Unfortunately, I think that the trigger was pulled so fast on some of the women talent at the beginning that yeah. they didn't know what they had and what they didn't have. They just knew about their popularity or they just knew who was available. And I don't think, I don't think they knew. They just knew yeah. of them on the indies and the popularity. And now I, I think you're right. I think they are being a little bit more cautious because they're like, okay, we cannot make any more of those signings where we have to train them. They need well, to know what's going on. To, well, to be honest, I, I think another issue really it begins is if you if you if you remember, like the the person who's really booking AW Women is Kenny Omega, and not he anymore. Had this whole really he has not. not, he, has not, not he has not. That was a late topic. Him. I was gonna come in. Later I, was, I know. I was gonna say, okay, but okay, no. but, but before okay, let's get to know. I'll say though. Involved but, uh, in right now. that, the if if you notice, a lot of their roster was Joshi wrestlers. They I think yes. they really depended on they they, they were going to go hard on Yoshi wrestlers. See there you go. See Justin said the same thing. Give me one minute, buddy. So yeah, so so jo they built on Joshi wrestlers. Once pandemic stuff happened, then they really crap. We have yeah. to look around and see what American woman talent they are. But that and, was when Kenny Omega was in charge, and now he's not in charge yeah. anymore. Because exactly. Bringing the Joshis because those are his people. Exactly, that's <laughs> what so I'm saying. I think I think they focus so much on so early on that now yeah. they're like, crap. What good women are out there? But I think ha having someone like Thunder Rosa there and Mission Pro, I'm hoping that he can start signing a lot of them because. I mean, it's. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Like the the stuff I see in AEW with some of the women, I, sometimes I'm like, oh, what, why why would you show that? But then I know there's better. Like there's better. No offense to the women on there. There's better no. wrestlers out there yes. that can put on so a lot more main event talent. So every time I see it, I'm like, oh, well, like, I want to cheer for you. But it's like, oh, kind of like, kind of like Numerodosa's point though is like, there are talented ones, and they've had them on dark, and they've had them on other shows, yes. but they're not signed and they're gone, and like they're having to do it in reverse. Yeah. Okay, so here's the other side to this coin because there's a very overwhelming note thing that you notice. The names you guys throw out: Thunder Rosa, uh, the Bunny, Britt Baker. These are gimmicks. Female yes. gimmicks get over. Like, there's – as shitty as it is, like, there's still a level of sex appeal that dictates where your contract kicks in and where it doesn't. Like, those names that you popped up, if you look at all of them – Look at Tegan, look at Adam. Thunder's the only one of those weird names that we talked about that doesn't include a large amount of sex appeal in her gimmick. So Thunder Rosa, in a, in, in a big part of it, is the one that's had to work her way to that. The bunny was there. She wasn't talented. She wasn't as talented as other people, but she was pretty. Same with yeah. Britt Baker. Britt Baker had and to her husband was her own, and eventually they had to embrace the heat to get her back over. But those are two very sex appeal based characters. They're out there, but they're all gimmicks. I really think that's what it is. Like when it comes to the women talent, the AEW fan base wants gimmicks, and I think that's where 
AEW has to get creative. You can't have yeah. a three-on-one on dark with random dudes versus Big Show. Like, not that RSP is random. Yeah. Sorry, my right, guy. right, right. But, but you have that level of creativity. You have that level of the guys getting that opportunity, and then you have women struggling for time. You can't do that. You could be just as creative. You could easily have a six-way women's tag match on dark and feature six women that aren't on all the time. I, I totally agree. There's a lot more women who need TV time, and the only way to help them is to give them a platform. Yes, you have them in singles, but you can also put them in tag teams. And you also need to find tag teams because if I hear that the, they're coming out with another, I don't know if the rumors are right or the rumors are true, and they're talking about this trios tag team for men, that's another belt for the men to the one women's belt. You know what I mean? I get it. You don't and have women's about tag. A TV and a TBS title coming too. Okay, soon. that's right. The TBS is another women's title that's coming. But it's like you're going to have well, – and another men's TBS title too, though, right? No. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> no. so I think no? it's just supposed to be the women's, just okay. the women's just TBS women's. title. Okay. Well. And then, so and then the men, is, the men is going to be on TNT. And I said, you know, this whole thing. I know, I know, things went haywire and left field with this whole tag team thing that they had going on when they had to break up Ivelisse and, and uh, Diamante because Ivelisse went. Ivelisse and she, became a diva, like all this. <laughs> yeah. she went you know Shocked. she started with her with her stuff but I mean she went Ivelisse yeah like yeah pretty much so I mean <laughs> but they had other tag teams and I saw Anna and uh Tay Tay and Jay they came out in matching gear last night so I'm hoping that means they're actually gonna you know reboot this whole tag teams division because there could potentially be more tag teams out there that you don't have to throw together. There's more tag teams that in women that are naturally forming out there because they've seen that people are asking for it. So I feel, yes. like, I feel like it's going in that direction because look at what they did with Penelope and um, and yeah, the and the bunny, and then TJ. They're doing it as well. I feel like they're doing that for a reason. They're I think so too. And I like the fact that Serena Deeb is back. Serena Deeb is going to start a feud with um, uh, Sheeta. And I think mm -hmm. that's going to be a very good match because we haven't seen Sheeta for a while, which is nice. Give her a break. But, you know, Serena Deeb, I think, is sorely missed. I think her training needs to, you know, she needs to be back there training some more. As much as I love that the the men are training with the women, because I know Dustin trains a lot with the, with the women, um, I still think there needs to be a female trainer. And I think Serena Deeb is this technical trainer that needs to be there to show them different move sets and different holds and different whatever on TV. I think a female trainer is, is, is what's lacking as well. So not to take the highlight off of this, but we got a lot of AEW yep. to talk about. We have to transition to this next topic specifically because our dude Chris is here. Speaking of the TNT title, Chris, you want to tell us what happened with the TNT title last night? <laughs> so, everybody knows the main event was Miro versus Sammy Guevara. And our boy Sammy, my boy Sammy, actually pulled it off and got the championship. Nice. And I, I did not think it was going to happen. I didn't think it was going to happen. I thought some shenanigans were going to happen and they were going to draw it out to, yep. to full gear. But um, especially at the beginning when Miro was dominating him, at, I was like, okay, damn, they're really going to do something like that. I thought yeah. they were going to do him the way they did Fuego and just get squashed yeah. and make Miro look like a monster and started seeing Sammy get a little offense, and then Miro shot it, shut it down. Not a little bit more offense, then shut it down. For so, the record, though, I when I saw the match announced, I called my son that now lives in San Antonio and told him that, hey, Sammy Guevara is going to win the title on Wednesday night. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, I kind of thought that too. Like straight well, up, I would have I bet about the house. Sammy. I would have bet here's the house. Y'all remember old school WCW? I think it was perfect timing. When the cruiserweights were stuck underneath the main roster. If you mm -hmm. remember, um, Das Wunderkind, uh, Ale yep. was it Alex Wright? Yeah, yeah, Alex Wright. and. Uh, Sammy reminds me of that's Wonder Kid and Juventud Guerrero, like a hybrid point. Like if they mm. have a baby, that's him. And he's got <laughs> all the charisma 
that 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 I mean, just it's such a great thing. And and Sammy is the type of mid card talent that is a gold mine because Sammy yeah. can play, like Sammy's like a UFC fighter that can drop oh. and go up and wait. Like he's, he's like, everybody you know, doing this shit, cool. Oh wait, you want me on the main scene fighting Jericho and everybody? I'm there too. You need me on dark. He is a flex player for AEW. Yeah. Sammy G, as much as people rag on him for shit and and just being the different type of guy like sammy g is his own personality he is it's over and that guy is going a lot of places in wrestling and last night proved it See, and that's why i feel like it was smart for him to take the title off of miro because it shows right. that he can take it off of a big dude yeah exactly he can, right he can go toe-to-toe with the big guy and and it's believable and it was believable miro, yeah miro hasn't lost a singles match yeah. since he's been there the fact that Sammy's the one that did it put Sammy in an amazing position. More than like, then you can see right off the bat, like, oh, yeah. he, he won the title. Yeah. But if you look deeper in that, he beat Miro, who was undefeated, who looked like a monster that was running through everybody he was wrestling against. He hung in there with the big guy yeah. and beat him. So yeah. it's believable if a year from now they want to put him, and that'd be awesome if it happens. I'm not sure if it will, but if they want to put him in the world title picture, well, he beat Miro. Let's see who he beats. If he beats Bobby Fish, which is surprising. I want to get to that here in a bit as well. Me too. But if he beats the big names, then why not give him a – it's more believable if they do ever give him a world title shot. Right. So – but when it happened, dude, I'll tell you what, I lost my shit. (laughs) I was going to say, so what was the reaction at your house? I lost it, dude. My my whole family loves Sammy. Anytime – and if you saw one of of the vlogs where he wrestled at GCWA – You'll see him the next morning. He was leaving my house because he he crashes here all the time when he's down here. So my whole family knows him. They love him. When I when they saw that he was getting a title shot, it was like a freaking watch party here. All of us are here <laughs> watching it together. So when it actually happened, it, we all lost our shit. It was it was nuts. It was awesome. how can you how can you be a fi- like honestly like when you think of Sammy G and Texas wrestling like. Sammy G's one of the originals, like the elites from this last chapter of Texas yep. wrestling. That, that, yep. that Texas, like not back on the world, but just you know, like like we're like a lighthouse. Like every once in a while, you just get a bright beam of Texas wrestling all over the fucking place. And yeah. Sammy G was one of those guys in this last crowd that like his indie matches were so special. Like his, he would come out, he would give it all, Mister Re- like he was Mister Wrestle Circus, wasn't he? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it, it like he was one of the last champions. Like when he lost the title the night he won, it was a crazy match. Like Sammy's always been involved in these polarizing white hot storylines because his talent can back it up, his personality can back it up. And and I agree, like Miro has to fall. Like Miro is the big guy that gets the belt, and he's the reason, like when big guys win a mid-card title, wrestling fans that don't understand that that is a David and Goliath in the making, that's the whole purpose. Sammy yep. G's got his post-Jericho inner circle run. All those guys have to carry on as Jericho goes off to do this other stuff in the future and the right. focus off that. This was a really big opportunity to continue to show that not only does Sammy belong, but the last two years that he's been here are legitimate. He was in inner circle for a reason. He was in the main event picture for a reason. And Miro underestimated him, and I thought it made for a great story. I thought it yeah, did too. It and did. I love the fact that the whole buildup is as well. Like it's, if you've see, been watching him since he's been in the inner circle under like the tutelage of AEW and stuff like that. And Chris Jericho, they've been teaching him to when to throw his tricks. So you haven't seen right. him do some of his tricks every match like he used to do because right. it's not the indies anymore. You've got to throw it. So when he pulled out the Spanish fly, it was just, it was just that much more special. And the fact that he did it with, um, hey buddy. And the fact that he did it, with Miro was yeah. crazy. Yeah. So yeah. I, I mean, I love the fact that they've te- taught him like, okay, you don't have to do the Spanish fly off the top rope every single match. Throw it when it counts. And I feel like he's learned a lot and he's grown a lot. And you saw that growth in that match last night. And he and that's another reason yeah. why he earned it. Yeah. And, and the I, fact I, that he did it in the middle of the ring, I had never seen him do the Spanish fly in the middle of the ring before. It's usually off the top rope where it was literally Biro was running at him, yeah. and it was like perfect, like so other hit it. It was so smooth. Yeah, and two two things actually. So one, it was funny. I was watching with my female friend, and she she doesn't know much about wrestling. She's only watched it like yeah, no. She's only watched like maybe three. 
three times in her life. Uh, Justin Kyle, Justin Kyle yeah. wants to know who you're talking about. When you it, say doesn't <laughs> it doesn't matter. Anyway, so, 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 okay. So, so, but she doesn't. So she doesn't know much about wrestling whatsoever, right? But she was so captivated by that match. She was like, oh, my God, this dude's killing him. What's he going to do? Like when he won, she jumped out of her chair like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, wow. So this is like seeing it from a, a person <laughs> who doesn't know, like, yeah. how wrestling works and all. But, it, just, it was just a sees, great story. She's a big monster versus little guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, so That, that story's been told for centuries. Yeah, and it works. <laughs> and it great. works every time. Yeah. It works and every it, time. You know, and what I love too is if you notice, uh, they 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 actually kind of led on to there's some something like it was gonna happen because if you remember MJF's promo, he he mentioned there there's the four pillars of AEW, yeah. and one of them was Sammy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and, and so it's like, okay, so they're kind of hinting. It's like, yeah, this is the dude that we're using. This is what we're building. When yeah. Kenny Omega finally he's broken out, he can't do it no more. When freaking uh, CM Punk and Brian Danielson, no, yeah. these four guys are gonna be there, and they're doing a great job with them. So I'm, I'm excited. Like I was super happy for Sammy. It's, it's great. I really loved. I really loved that they called out those pillars. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, it's it speaks volumes. And and honestly, we I saw this comment today, and I couldn't say anything about it because I've been in Facebook jail. Uh, but yeah, I saw this comment today where somebody was really talking about like how AEW is so much like WCW or whatever, and signing all these guys, and they're like, and the pillars, the pillars conversation. I'm like, yeah, this is the future of AEW. Like this main stage, you're looking at the elite. Like these guys, a lot of them are on the back end in their careers. Like you're talking yeah. about. Uh, look up Generation Me if you want to know how long the Young Bucks have been in the game. You know, like things like yeah. that. There's a long tenure of the, of the elite before AEW. So, yes. and Kenny Omega's been having hour long fucking fight fest for a long time. So when you look at guys like Jungle Boy, Darby Allen, Sammy G, and MJF, that is not wrong. These are guys that have 15 years, 10 of which are still at the peak of their physical condition. And even after that, their their gimmicks and their personas are going to carry them farther. That was a good call out. I had a lot of respect for that because I agree. And it does draw attention to the fact that just because we have the main stage, don't forget the foundation of this company that holds all of that up. Fans forget that a lot of time the main event is not the workhorse of the company. It is not the the brute strength, the 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 majority of the talent. A lot of times it's the guys that are over right now. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know what I loved most about this episode was the fact that, yeah, when you think about the four pillars, the episode started with Jungle Boy versus Adam Cole. Yes. The middle was MJF and Darby's confrontation, <laughs> and they capped it off with Sammy versus Miro. So yeah. they're letting they let it be known in the middle. Yeah, they put it right in your face that these are the four pillars. But after you think about the episode, it was painted like a fucking picture. Jungle Boy and Adam Cole in the beginning, MJF and Darby in the middle, and at the end it was Sammy and, and Miro to top it off. Yeah. So, I want to really I want to really draw attention to this pillars conversation because what a lot of people forget about is the risk that people like Jungle Boy, Darby Allen, MJF and all those guys took signing with AEW. They signed yes. contracts. If AEW had floundered, they would have spent the prime the prime of their careers and when they were hot and over in this company that was not doing well. They would not have been able to compete in these places where they were still hot. They would not be able to take advantage of WWE contracts. Like that's why you really have to reward those guys is because those guys just said, "You're all in. Shit, I'm all in with you." Jungle Boy could have lost a lot not being in a place that was putting him where the indies were. And so for him to be there and still be with Luchasaurus and still be running that whole yes. that whole gimmick, like it's great. Jungle Boy got an action figure, an action figure. Damn, be proud. Like that's a pillar right there. You got an action figure. Five years, dude. Five years yeah. of their lives that they could have been stuck. Right. And yeah. It's, it, they took a chance and then. Could have been yeah, nobody. Exactly. Exactly. Catering. They could have been kept saving. Yeah, they I mean, Kip yeah, Kip Sabian, but that poor guy is like stuck in a limbo right now. I mean, he's trying, he's trying to do something else, but I mean, he's stuck in a limbo. He got injured, and Chris now Sabian what? Is un- Chris Sabian is too unsafe to himself to get over. Like every time, like that, that, that guy takes crazy bumps. Like, yeah, he does. What was it that first match that they had at Daly's place? He took that power bomb out of the ring onto that stage, and it was gnarly. Like, that was not fun. 
and, and you know, that's, that, that's that Jeff Hardy mentality. Yeah. Like, if you remember a while back when Jeff Hardy went to TNA, he was over as fuck, but he was always like, oh, yeah, I'll totally jump off that cage onto that concrete. It's totally cool. And then they say, no, he couldn't hold the title for the next six months. Yeah. You know, the other thing is there's other guys who I think that besides Brian Cage, besides Kip Sabian that are, are floundering a little bit. And I want to see at the end of this year who stays and who doesn't. Um, the other, those other guys are the, like the, the TH2. I know they ended up putting them with, with um, uh, the Hardy family office, but in all honesty, uh, Angelico was nowhere to be found for a really long time. It was just yeah. Jack Evans. So now that he's back, it's like, but what are you doing with him? Do these guys really have, you know, the, the tag team division is so bloated. So what are you actually doing with these guys? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, private and we got party another was- tag team coming on the way too that Andrade cheesed. Another team's coming. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's like, we really, and I, I wonder- could show up at AAA though, because he did specifically tease that he knew someone that could take the AAA titles. So those yeah. tag teams could be something that introduces that, that common relationship. Yeah. And I just, you know, there's just some other guys, you know, um, it's been known that uh, Scorpio, even though he just re-signed with them, that he's not happy. And I get it. I wouldn't be either. I get it. Um, you you were supposed to go on this solo run. I don't know what happened to that. He had the brass ring in that one gimmick match. I don't know what yeah. happened to he it. He kind of buried it in that promo last night. Too. That was kind of a good little shot. That, that Sonic the Hedgehog ring. <laughs> like, you know, I, I caught that as like a little... Yeah, so it's just unhappy. Never forget that Scorpio Sky was one of the first people to sign with AEW. Yes, one of the very first people before the pillars. He was on before MJF, he was signed on before a lot of those guys. And look where he's at, he's tied into a faction with MMA nobodies, and that's going nowhere. That's probably another reason he's super pissed. Yeah, I didn't understand that either. Um, What's that, Angel? I, I, I love to hear yeah, I was muted. No, I'm sorry. I was muted. No, they, 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 by the way, there are definitely people, by the way. The, the ATT is one, has one of the best rosters in MMA. So I'm just saying. So it's, it's not, not, not almost no say they were people, but there's a proven gimmick. There's a proven uh, algorithm in wrestling, uh, an equation. MMA wrestlers don't belong. Like, nobody really remembers Ken Shamrock following Wait, what? Yeah, he does. People, you still yeah, have to. Yeah, People remember yeah, Ken Shamrock yeah. all the time. Okay, so we're really going to get past the last 20 years and just talk about the I do feel bad for Scorpio Sky, but he did resign. So hopefully, but but hopefully that means he, he had some faith in him that something's gonna happen. But so, dude, there is one more thing about the Sammy uh, winning the title, and I don't know if y'all had ta- planned on talking about it or not, but the Forbidden Door with MLW opening, right? Having him yeah. and him versus Bobby Fish on Wednesday. What I fucking hope this comes out of this is Sammy versus Gino yes! on the main stage. I would love for the national the national audience to be able to see the treat that is Sammy Guevara versus Gino Medina because they put on some amazing matches that we've they been did. able to true. That's true. They really so, did. I'm, I'm so stoked. Like, that today. was my big – that was one of the first things I thought of. I love Bobby Fish. He's not winning that mm-hmm. title. He's not taking it from Sammy. But I love the, mm-hmm. I love the opening to MLW. I love that yep. – MLW has such a crazy roster. People do not so good people that have gone through MLW. Some of the people that are there now, um, one of our one of my first guests in the night, in the, my first night in the pit, Alex Hammerstone. Yeah, yeah. Kid Osborne. I mean, you got a ton of guys over in MLW. A ton of dudes. Um, Fatu. You got the whole whatever. Oh, was, Von yeah. Erics. Can you yeah. imagine the Von Erics versus the Young Bucks? So- I'm, I'm saying. Such a big talent pool over there, but they don't get enough eyes. That's the problem. They don't yeah, have, they don't get enough eyes. So if we can get, if, if AEW is willing to give them the rub, I love it because there should be more eyes over there. There should be if more people Gino, watching them. If Gino gets that chance, the way Ricky got against Cody, people would fall in love with the kid. Absolutely, yeah. I totally agree. 
I totally agree. And I think that's my issue with the Leo Rush thing. And I think is the fact that this guy, and I'm going back to it because there's so much damn talent out there. There's so yeah. much damn talent. Yeah. 100% and you keep agree. giving a guy who's retiring 80 times like you can't count on another him. chance. Count on him? And I'm like, why? Yeah. What is the purpose? You have Chandler Hopkins. That dude can go. He's got a physique. He's tall. He, he's, he's amazing athlete. He can, he's, he's been got, in AEW. They've yeah, been able to see it firsthand. Exactly. They should have seen that. He he's got more. He's got as much charisma as uh, charisma as Leo Rush. He can do the shit Leo Rush does, and he could, you know, freaking sell the shit out of some merch and sell the shit out of moves without you know killing him. Yeah. You don't have to so, sell Chandler Hopkins to us. No, <laughs> I, was really just, that, I was really hoping that um, GCW GCW, when Alex Zane made his way back to the Indies, I was really hoping he would swerve GCW because uh, not, not in a bad way, but I hope that he wouldn't be there because you had ASF coming up. You have Chris Carter coming up. You have Ninja yeah. back. There's all the reason to believe that Brett will dip into Texas talent for a high flyer. And who would be more ready for that role than a Chandler Hopkins? Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. One hundred. Do y'all think that the reason that they didn't sign Chandler is because they have Hangman? Yes, a hundred percent. I I just think that then it's not a knock on Chandler's gimmick. I personally think that Chandler does the cowboy gimmick better than Adam Page does. I think Adam yeah, Page yeah. is more believable. Do you know how hard it is to get Chandler a cowboy Hopkins. gimmick over in Texas? Like it's actually really yeah. hard. Right. <laughs> like, you think it would be easy? It's like really hard to get a cowboy gimmick over in Texas. Correct. I would believe Chandler Hopkins is a cowboy more than I would believe that that uh, Hangman's a cowboy. <laughs> if I met both of them, I would believe that Chandler was. And, and Hangman's a great guy, but yeah, I'm yeah, I, I, love, I love Hangman. Hangman's got a sweet mullet. <laughs> valid also, point. That's a valid yes, point. He also wears sweet glitter and tassels on his. Yeah, shirt. and he's got some sweet. <laughs> Hangman's an awesome guy. Yeah, I would say Chandler's more of a cowboy than Hangman Page. Maybe it's we need just, to see you that know. Match. Maybe we need to see that match. I just think that there's if I just think that there's way more talent on the indies than keep having to go back and do repeats on some of these guys. It didn't work out. You guys made it to the big stage. It didn't work out. You want to retire? Fine. There's other guys out there who are fighting for that spot, and you keep giving it to the guys who no longer want to be there. And I don't understand why. I, I don't. I don't get it. He said he was going to retire. Okay, let's see if it's true. Let him say it's true and come back to the indies and work your way up, like like a title defense. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I don't know. So, hey, I will, go ahead. Wait, before we go, because I know just before we transition out of AEW, I just want to, I just want to point out uh, seeing Homicide come back, come show up on TV, and seeing the fucking reaction he got. Oh, dude, I fucking love it. Oh, I that's, hate it. that's actually I hate that's it. actually a really good segue to my next question. Um, I hate the, it. the Deathmatch AEW Forbidden Door is actually producing a lot of a lot of cool shit. Like you have RSP, you have Homicide. And those guys are coming into yeah. AEW now. So we've been talking a lot about when talent in AEW can't get a spot and the flooding and all that stuff. What about the other side of the coin? What about John Moxley? John Moxley right now is currently on a huge indie run. He's feuding. He's the current GCW world champion, and he's got a fight with Nick Gage at GCW coming up. I don't know if Mox has been on AEW programming regularly, but I've not been. I haven't been seeing anything crazy, crazy. So I feel like a lot of what he's doing on AEW is kind of like filler, build up, Tag, tags, and tags. How do y'all feel about the former AEW World Champion stepping into the ring with the ten-year in the making death match type of fight? It's not a death match yet, but it is GCW. It's the World Championship against Nick Gage. How do y'all feel about Mox doing this and doing AEW? I love it. I love it. I love it I love because it. he because of CZW. I mean, that was his bread and butter before he was in WWE. Thank you. So the fact that a lot of people that got to know Mox and Dean Ambrose didn't know that that was his past. Now right. they get to see that that side of him. So I love it. I love that he's doing it. It's it's awesome. Yeah. Um, and the fact that there's the possibility of me actually being able to see one of those, one of his death match matches live when I couldn't back in the day. Just the fact that they're, I'm not saying that I'm going to travel for it, but the fact that the option is there is fucking awesome. I love the fact that he's doing it. I do too. Yeah, I do great. too. 
And I would love for him to not beat beat Nick Gage. I think that, or I would love for him to beat Nick Gage. Like I love Nick Gage. I'm MDK all day, but I think that Nick Gage is carrying that persona that brings that big, big, like hoss fight, top of the game fight. Like I know Nick Gage is like 57 or whatever, but this is a big fight. And I think that Mox needs to win this one because I think that Mox is on, is on an upper echelon level run right now. Like when yeah. you talk about oh. here runs, like he's run through the WWE and then he was like, yeah, this is cool. And now he's run through AEW. And he's like, wait, he got yep, all those championships, stuff. got all these. Yeah, yeah he's over there. Like, all yeah. those championships. Go to Japan, get championships. Like that's just what he's been going everywhere. Yeah. Like everywhere yeah. we talk about on this show, John Moxley's been a champ. <laughs> it's like yeah, everywhere. Absolutely. <laughs> like it's a fact. He's got that effect. He's I, I would say he's on a 2016-2017 Kenny Omega style run. Like he's got that level of popularity and all the doors are open. So he's able to make those transitions and those appearances that a lot of people aren't. And I think GCW is the perfect place for it. Oh yeah, yeah for him. And I'm yeah. sure he's looking forward to it and licking his chops because he's like one of the biggest Nick Gage marks like ever. <laughs> so it's just like now he gets to work with him again. He worked with one of very little in the very beginning that one match when Mox just wore regular tights and looked like a regular freaking talent, you know, back in the early pink days. Hair. Pink hair. You know, yeah, pink really, hair and I think yeah. green tights, I think it was. <laughs> so <Yep. it's> like <laughs> Really quickly, you know, to use that as a segue into like GCW and the indies and stuff like that, you know, GCW has proven though that when they were in New York, when, you know, New York Athletic Commission, we've talked about that, doesn't allow bleeding, doesn't allow dives, doesn't allow a lot of stuff, but they still put on a damn good show. And they're not all people, about that. It's not yeah. only them. They, they have a lot of talent on that roster. That can yeah, do they have all. a lot of talent on that roster, and they were able still to put on a really good show, um, even with the Athletic Commission. So I think that should be a Prop signal out for everybody saying, hey, you don't need, we don't need this blood. So you can't keep calling us just a certain niche or whatever. We didn't need to do this. Yeah. We're actually putting on damn good shows. We can, we can yeah. And, we can and we do it badass and we will exactly. continue to do it, but we don't but have they to. Don't do need to. Yeah, like, but they don't need to. They don't need to because they still put on really good shows. Yeah, they don't need to be pigeonholed as, oh, that's just a deathmatch company. Yeah. You want to go see and, crap like that. You know, and then blah, you blah, saw blah, 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 blah. Uh, on their last show, Emo Fight, Effie, Effie took the title off of Matt Cardona, which is another really fun thing. So Effie's been trolling Matt Cardona. So it keeps him in the whole, you know, picture as well, which is really fun. So I love the I love what they're doing over there at GCW. I think it's great. Did you um, see what Effie challenged Cardona to? I did not. He said, he said, I'll let you have a challenge for your title back, but you have to put your GCW career on the line. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we might be, I mean, Probably he's gonna get the title back, but I think like what Cardona's doing, like they're really playing with this in GCW. Like just the fact that it like Effie's yeah. like, hey, put your GCW career on the line. Like they're talking about Cardona like he's been there for 30 years. Yeah, exactly. For 30 minutes. And I think it's great. Is it like four matches? <laughs> like how yeah, many pretty matches? Much. <laughs> if that, I think it's I think he's only had one actual match. No, two. I think no, he's two yeah. actual matches. The, the one that he lost his championship with was an unexpected moment. Yeah. He was in there bitching that they hadn't cleared out the right, ring. Right. I love his run. I love it. I do too. Yeah. And I, think, I, I, say, I don't care what anybody says. GCW right now is the most creative promotion on the indies. Right, Most creative right oh. now. Emo, Emo Night was cool as fuck. If y'all haven't seen <laughs> Jimmy Lloyd dressed like freaking, what's his name from the lead, lead singer of uh, My Chemical Romance, it's good. <laughs> He like they all showed up to that show. Chris Carter was on that show. Yeah, as Dang. he should have been. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get to make his AEW appearance the next night though, because remember that he announced that he was going to be on Dark or going to be on one of the shows they were filming that night, and then like as the day went on, they had to push his match. But mm. that would have been cool. Some some yeah. change. AEW on change. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, I'm I'm. I'm stoked by what's going on in the Indies, especially like GCW and what they're doing. Um, you know, uh, what is it? PWG in California. They're also doing some really good stuff. Uh, Tommy and just want, or they, not Tommy and uh, Malachi Black. I don't know. What is he going on the in Indies by? Is it? I don't know. I, Malachi Black? Black. I think okay. Malachi Black. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so he's he just won a tag team championship, PWG, which, like I said, you know, this, oh, I know it all right. goes With, back um, to Brody the fact Lee, that, Or not Brody, Brody, Brody King. King. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, said, I absolutely the last love <laughs> that these guys can 
it's not a sort of thing where you're like, okay, I win a title, but I can only defend it once every six months. No, they're actually letting them go and defend it and actually work the indies just like Moxley and GCW, which I, I absolutely love because it all keeps, oops, because it also keeps the, um, uh, 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 the indies alive as well. You know what I'm saying? It's keeping these promotions going. I love it. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. Spread the wealth. Spread the love. Yeah. So we can. Um, do we have any uh, G1 coverage this week? Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, I don't have any pictures because I, I legit just came here. Yeah. Um, I can talk minutes. about like the major stories. We got a few want. minutes. Yeah, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll, let's 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 hop around Japan for a little bit. So right now, I'm not gonna lie, I'm still one day off. Uh, one thing about the G1 is, uh, once you miss a day, uh, you're fucked because now you're, <laughs> you're back like two events. Like uh, I'm 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 down one event, and uh, I'm gonna watch it tonight. Um, but yeah, no, I, I it was because I was watching a lot of stuff uh, the, like over lunch. Um, but don't worry, I'm gonna get to evil in a second. So right now, I'm telling you the, the the major stories right now because of Naito not being in the G1. Uh, now the story has changed now. So now Zack Saber Jr. is actually the the in the lead now to actually uh, to actually go ahead and uh, and start winning because he tapped out Shingo and he tapped out Ibushi. Ibushi hasn't tapped out in years. So that is a major thing. That is a major thing. Um, yeah, props to Evil, man. I know it's hard for you to do. Okay, well, hold, hold on. Okay, yeah. I'll get to Evil in a second. Give me a second. Okay. So then, okay. So the the, the other guy that's that's big on there is Okan. He's he's another guy who's uh, unfortunately doing a lot of good. Lot of uh, he's actually in the lead for some fucking reason. I don't know. I understand that. Uh, but Okada, but Okada, he's back to his old self. He's he's right now. He's undefeated. Uh, he's doing his rainmaker and he's kicking ass, which is wonderful i love it uh evil unfortunately is also in in the lead for his block as well um he beat taiji unfortunately listen listen um jojo i used to like you jojo i used to like you for for like listen for evil, people keep thinking I hate evil. I don't hate evil as a performer. I think evil is a perfectly fine one, right? But uh, as his whole act together, no, uh, Melly, uh, how could you? Anyways, but as as, as an act, <laughs> as an overall Nobody act, I just can't that. stand it. It's just not that. fun. Like he just had a match against Tai Chi, and unfortunately, it wasn't that strong because of evil and and uh, the, the damn spoiler. So it's just it, it's just. It's it's not my cup of tea. I'm not the biggest evil fan. I know they're gonna keep focused. Uh, they're gonna keep focused on pushing evil, but I truly don't think in the end they're they're gonna have evil. But what they 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 might they, there's a possibility he might win the block just to go ahead. Watanabe, see yeah, that's funny. So for people that don't know, so Watanabe actually was the name he went by when he was in Ring of Honor, and he was he was a perfectly fine wrestler. Uh, and then he just became evil for. You know, Lij, and then evil for that, which is nonsense. Um, so right now, so uh, tomorrow we 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 have we have so the next event's gonna be Friday, and then Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Um, like I said, this story with Zack Saber Jr. is super super interesting. I'm super excited to see for Okada. So we'll, we'll go from there. Oh, and also I want to give a shout out. Um, oh, what's his name? I, I just forgot the Texas the Texas guy. Like okay, he, so he, yeah, Chase Owens continues to have great matches. Great yeah, match. he's had his match against Sonata, which is pretty funny because both of them are super uh, technical guys, and they're both just putting on a great technical performance. So again, Chase Owens continues to surprise. Uh, Tamatanga continue to do great things. Uh, Joshihashi as well. Um, the worst one is, is honestly is Toriano. Uh, I, I can't watch his matches; they're unbearable. They're awful uh they're worse than evil's matches and that's saying a lot of, they're saying a lot right there Man, um, stop. why you gotta be yeah. so mean but hey but, but i will say uh so one reason why i didn't catch up on the g1 is because i'm watching the n1 which is the noah n1 and there's four finalists i just want to point out for, for for those that are maybe a little tired of g1 check out noah n1 they have four finalists they have this guy called nakajima it, he, just imagine if uh a dude who wrestles like ibushi but has the attitude of naito same exact attitude as Naito, which is great. They, then you have uh, this guy called um, uh, Takahashi, which is uh, another guy who – imagine if there was a super young um, uh, Tanahashi, so with a nice build. And then you have Keno, so just imagine Taichi, who can actually fucking fight. So it's a great saying. If you want to check out something else, check out N1, which is doing really good stuff. 
And other than that, that is all I have for New Japan. Oh, actually, hold on. What the fuck? Oh, oh, oh I just, the, new, the New Japan Strong Shows were great. I loved it. I'm not going to lie. They it, it had a lot of fun. Um, unfortunately, there was no – yeah, that's right. Hey, shout out to Justin. Thank you. Uh, I, I got to, I got to uh, see him again. Uh, we both went to New Japan Strong Show. Um, unfortunately, there, there wasn't a, a big crowd. Um, but the, the people that were there, we you know, we, we were Those loud. Those were really we expensive. Uh, yeah, 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 they were. Not for when I saw how Not small that venue was, I was like, yeah. the audacity of those nah. ticket prices. I mean, but I will say, though, they, 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 they did bring the talent. Like, we, I got to see Osprey. I, I got to see Suzuki, who put on a great performance. Fed out to Fred Rosser. Uh, I, I had, I was really doubting him, and he really you put were. on a great performance. I'm super, super shocked by that. Uh, I got to see Daniel Garcia, which was great. Oh yeah, crowd. Yeah, crowd was great. I got. I, yeah, I got. I, I, oh, we. Yeah, I, I got to see a new, a, a new uh, Empire member, which I'm not going to spoil. But I'm sure if y'all been online, y'all can see it. Wasn't too excited about it, but he's a, he's he's a, he's an original guy, so I, I'm perfectly fine uh, with him being there. Um, and then oh, I got to see Jay White. Exactly, we got to see Jay White. Uh, it was it's like, it was it, kind of shows, man. Yeah, dude, it, it was great it, overall. It, it was just an overall great performance. And what I loved about the crowd that it was hot, like. For there's a young line that's there, Umaru. They're going. We we cheer so hard for him, and you can tell like he was super motivated. Because I, I know talking to uh, a lot of these young uh, lines that go on interviews and talk about their experiences going overseas, a lot of times they don't get that, don't get the same reactions. They don't know what they're going to expect. So you can tell by us cheering for Umaru and cheering them on and going crazy. He loved it. It was great. Yeah. So uh, again. New Japan, like, once these episodes come on, I'll, I'll talk about them some more and kind of break down stuff that happened. But overall, I had, I had a great time. I loved it. And I got to see Suzuki. I got to chant his, uh, you know, his, his thing and all that. So it was great. Loved it. They didn't cut off his theme song? Nope. Oh, no, no. There was no cutting off his theme song. I'll tell you right now. And he spoke a little of English. Uh, you know, someone tried to come out to him. And uh, he said, I speak a very little English. Uh, fuck you. And that, that went I over to Brian. Yeah, <laughs> that, 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 that was wonderful. That was wonderful. Yeah, Suzuki's yeah. America run is is amazing. Like for those of y'all that don't know, like, that that dude is here for a couple everywhere. of months. He's booked all over. I saw. Everywhere. I I literally bought uh, GCW's highest in the room just because everybody was like, "You got to watch the show. It's crazy." I typically don't buy GCW's non all deathmatch shows, but ASF was in the scramble with Ninja Mac. He killed it. Uh, Dante Leon was on that card, and the main event was Suzuki versus Jonathan John Gresham. It was crazy. It was crazy. It was a good match. It was a good show. Like that was, that was a really good purchase. Yeah. GCW's got Suzuki booked like four or five more times. Somebody's got Suzuki versus Homicide booked. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 the, 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 Suzuki, the Suzuki run is great. I'm I'm loving it. So, like I said, New Japan continues to put on uh, good stuff, and uh, I look forward to it. So, other than that, that's all I have for Japan. Very nice. I want to clear something up real quick. Uh, earlier, I said that I hated a uh, homicide coming out in uh, in AEW. I just thought I just thought it was poorly done. It was poorly done. They did not like. It took a while for this to the camera to get on him so you could see it was him. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I that's feel fair. like it could have been so. I loved that he was there. I hated the execution. I felt like it could have been so much so, better. Other than that's the fair. camera work, though, were you okay with that? Because he kind of came from the crowd, right? He didn't come from the. Room. Yeah, I thought that was so, cool. So that's yeah, okay. yeah. It would have been cool if they caught it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. For sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wanted to be clear. Until he was already like ringside. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I, it was poor execution, but I mean, their pr production has not been their A plus <laughs> thing for AEW. I mean, they're still learning, and I think now that I think Tony's cons kind of seen that. Hey, you know, it was great bringing all these guys in, and they helped me get this thing started, and they had all this say. But it's time to get guys that actually do this for a living to like be in charge of this stuff, you know, yeah. and let these guys do what they do, and be advisors probably, but they're technically still EVP. For the name or gimmick or whatever, right? But I think that I think I that was, was what they said, and I think that's the best move that Tony Khan's made. Like all these additions and all these things he's done, taking away the power and giving it to someone or others, I think is. And you got it. A lot of people were like really bitching about this, but when they came out and said that, they said you got to understand this has been pretty much 2021. The EVPs were all uh, EVP by name only in 2021, and 2021 yeah. AEW has been on fire. 
Yeah, so, exactly. It's been a lot like, better. You, you get that initial shock when you're like, oh, shit, TK <laughs> just took it over. Like, he was just like, oh, yeah. It I'm wasn't just, yesterday. You know, it didn't happen yesterday, no. Right. <laughs> like, oh, well, you know, we've had a whole year. It's been a good year. Like, people are invested in AEW's product that are not – that didn't used to be. Like, I almost got cable. I did it, but I almost like, – that means a lot. Hey. I do, I do have a very poor question, Crystal. Since since you, you know since since you know Sammy, is 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 he is he buying Fuego Soul a much better car than a Hyundai, or is he getting in the same one? Because come on, man, I, I'm sure I'm sure Miro went and put that in the dumpster or something like that. Like you know, come on, he has to give him a look. Come on, a, a little bit a, a upgrade with that vehicle. I for and I'm glad I did this. I when we talked, I told him. The only thing that we that we texted was, bro, if the rumors are true, because the day that the rumors came out that he was gonna fight or wrestle Miro for the title, uh, before it was officially announced, I texted him and said, bro, if the rumors are true, I'm so excited for you, but don't tell me anything. Okay. So I have no clue. That's, 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 that's fair. That's fair. I, I'm just hoping maybe may a Honda, maybe you know, maybe maybe a Dodge Charger or something like that. You know, so, so just some of it have been upgraded. You know, they're gonna. He's gonna get him uh, that Shelby that that uh, Mock stole. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> that's hilarious, man. I think this was another successful roundtable, and I think. Uh, our guest did a great job and very happy that he joined us. It was a lot of fun, man. I really, <laughs> really appreciate it so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I think that appreciate was you. by far our biggest AEW segment ever in the history of this show. Yeah, <laughs> basically, AEW show essentially, except for the new yeah. Japan run at the end. <laughs> we threw, hey, I mean, D- hey, we're, we're we threw all, GCW hey, in there and MLW a little bit in there, but yeah, yeah. yeah AEW heavy. Oh, but, it, but by the way, Chris, where, where can we find you? Yeah. Yeah. So the podcast. Uh, keep doing what you're doing, and when we We're get doing to my we get job, to. <laughs> that's my job. So, where can we find you, man? Let everybody know where to find you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I'm gonna explain the podcast a little bit. It's a <laughs> we're gonna. It's not strictly sports. It's not strictly music. It's not strictly wrestling. It's all dependent on which uh, wh- who my guest is. Uh, I have a wide range of different guests. It just so happened my last two podcasts were wrestling podcasts, but um, you can look up that dude talks on any streaming platform. Um, I'm on every streaming platform that you can get with uh, with podcasting, and then if you have Twitter, follow me at at that dude talks underscore, and on Instagram at that dude talks. Um, You'll be able to be updated with every everything. Uh, Josh was actually supposed to be one of my guests, but COVID, um, sucks. COVID sucks. So, <laughs> but I still am planning on having you on there whenever you want and whenever you're ready, brother. I'm really excited. And Brad, next time you're down for a show or whenever a show happens down here, I would love to have more man, than one. Get me up. You know I love talking with you, Chris. Hell yeah, man! I really appreciate it. y'all having me, man. But yeah. Uh, if you just look up that view talks on any uh, streaming platform, I'm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Anywhere you can find your podcast. podcast. How does it go? Anywhere you listen to podcasts. There we go. There we go. He's got it. <laughs> when you're oh, searching that, you, so much. you can still search in the pit with Josh Samas because we also are a podcast too. So you can Follow get us it. both at the same time. Double dose. Yeah, double dip. <laughs> Let out. Numero dose, double dose, all that good stuff. All right, man. We appreciate you. Appreciate all of y'all. And this is what we do at this time. We say see ya. Bye-bye. Later. Go Yankees.